Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Chronicles of the Teenage Brain. I am your host, Grace Scotto, and I am so excited for another episode. Today, we are going to be talking about validation and what it means for me. Validation has been something very vigilant in my life recently, and I guess I've been noticing it more. And some of you may be confused by what I mean with validation and that I'm noticing it more, blah, blah, blah. But I promise you I will dive deeper into it as we get farther into this episode. But as you know, I like to start off with my little introductions and updates and stuff before we get into it. And I hope all of you are doing well. Um, I have been doing okay, but it's definitely been very rocky recently. Um, I have been dealing with a lot of anxiety and a lot of stress. So as you know, as we creep into May, well, we are in May, but as we creep into, you know, the depths of May and the beginning of June, it is finals, regents, you know, big tests, exam season, and that can be super stressful. I have my AP World final this Thursday, and I'm very nervous. If you don't know, AP World is a two-year class that you take, and then I'm taking a final on Thursday to determine whether or not I get the college credit, and then I have to take the regents for the class in June, which everyone takes. And I'm definitely very nervous. I think I'm so nervous just because of how much work I've put into this class over the past two years, and I'm just so scared it's going to go to waste, and I just have a lot of studying to do and start, and it's definitely a very stressful process for me. Um, And another thing is that I have, as you know, I play softball, and I have been participating in extracurricular activities and school sports. Um, I have had pretty much every single day of the week, I have a softball game, and when I don't have a game, I have practice. So I'm always super busy when I get home from school. I don't have much breathing time before I jump straight into a game or straight into a practice, and I've been super duper busy. Um, I'm recording this on a Sunday. Funny story, I actually recorded this exact episode earlier this morning, and you're wondering, Grace, why are you recording now then at 8.43 p.m. on a Sunday night? Well, when I was recording this morning, I was pretty much done with the episode. I had reached the 50-minute mark, and I was wrapping up my episode and, you know, saying goodbye and everything, and something glitched, something happened, and I had lost all of my audio, and pretty much the whole episode was just ruined. The file was completely scrapped, and it was a big waste of my time, and I was super duper upset. Why do I keep saying super duper? Last episode, I kept saying blah, 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 and now I'm saying super duper. This is like a pattern that never ends, but I recorded it this morning, and I was super excited. I was really proud of how it turned out, and I completely lost everything. Um, And I did have a mental breakdown. I cried about it, and it took me pretty much all day to recover and bounce back because I was so upset, but here we are. Anyways, um, like I was saying with sports and everything, um, it's Sunday now, and obviously tomorrow's Monday. If you didn't know your days of the week, Monday comes after Sunday. But I have a softball game tomorrow after school. And I was talking to my parents about this, and I was like, I really need to study, and I haven't had barely any time to study, which is stressing me out. And I was like, I just, I don't know, I want to play, but like, I I don't, ah, it was just a crazy mess. So we sat down and talked, and we ended up 
I ended up texting my coach and I was like, hey, like I have to study for this big EP final, blah, blah, blah. I've been super overwhelmed. And she was like, oh my gosh, it's no problem. You've been on, you know, you've been on time every single day. You've been working really hard. And she's like, you know, take the night off and study and do what you need to do. She's like, I have full confidence. It'll pass. Super sweet, super understanding. And I guess I'm really starting to realize that it's okay to take a break for yourself and you need to make time for yourself. I feel like if this were to happen last year, I would never have done that. Like, I hate missing practice, let alone a game. I've never done that before. So it was definitely something that was a little uncomfortable for me, but I just realized it was the best thing for me to do. And I was definitely really worried that, you know, I'm going to let my teammates down and this is going to happen. And uh, I just ended up doing it because your mental health comes first before anything. And I'm starting to, you know, really, really believe that and really put that energy into my life. And yeah, so I took a break and tomorrow I'm going to go. Actually, when I get home from school, I'm going to have a therapy Zoom meeting. I have not gotten to go to therapy in over four weeks, which is insane. I don't think I've gone that long without therapy in such a long time. Um, I was actually texting my therapist and I was like, hey, like we need to find a time to meet. And but I just had games every single day after school. So I'm finally taking the time for myself tomorrow and I will be meeting with her and I'm very excited to have a good long conversation with her um, and talk about some things I'm struggling with. And then I'm going to go to Starbucks and study and maybe go to Barnes and Nobles after because it is my sanctuary and I think everyone deserves a little Barnes and Nobles treat. And speaking of Barnes and Nobles, for the book of the week, I am going to be reading People We Meet on Vacation by Emily Henry. I have never read a book by Emily Henry, so I'm hoping it's good. But basically, this book is about um, Alex and Poppy, and they both have absolutely nothing in common. And they meet on a random vacation. They happen to meet each other, and it basically talks about their chemistry and their relationship and their story, I guess, and how their two differences can make a similarity. So I don't know. I'm very excited to read it. And I've heard good things about it on TikTok, so I'll let you know. Last week I was talking about in my last episode, um, I read the book Verity by Colleen Hoover. It was a thriller romance, and I've never read a thriller by Colleen Hoover, and it was so good. It was such a roller coaster. So if you like Colleen Hoover or romance or thrillers, whatever, I highly recommend. It was so, so good. And if you haven't listened to my last episode, you should definitely go do it. It's called Reading is Sexy. And I talk about some of the books I've read and the ones that I love and why I am just so obsessed with reading and how it's just such a great coping mechanism to implement in your life. So yeah. Today is also Mother's Day. I don't know if you're listening to this on the night this episode comes out, even though it was supposed to come out earlier, but you know, all our footage was lost, but Today is Mother's Day, and even if you're not listening to this on Mother's Day, give your mom a big hug and tell her how much you love and appreciate her. And if you don't have a mother in your life or that department is, you know, a little complicated, um, you know, still appreciate those who are in your life, whether it's a teacher, a friend's mom, a neighbor, whoever, you know, let them know that they're appreciated and loved. And if you do have a mom, then give her a big hug and celebrate it with her. And I think Mother's Day should be every single day of the year, not just one day of the year. Same with Father's Day too. So 
you know, be kind to everyone and be there for your family and friends. Um, recently, though, I have, I guess maybe it's just because of all of the stress that I've been dealing with um, and, you know, even a little bit of sadness and depression with how much I've been working and how burnt out I felt, but I've been dealing with grief a little extra this week. I don't know. Um, I just been really missing my cat Simba a lot recently, and he was just such a good distressor for me. You know, when I went and pet him or snuggled him, I always felt so much better. So it's kind of a weird thing to, you know, not have. Like I always used to be able to just, you know, give him a little pet and a little kiss and feel 20 times better and, you know, feel the stress slowly sink away. But now that I don't, I've just been feeling the grief a little more powerful this week. And I just want to make it known and just constantly remind you guys that it takes time to heal and that recovery is not linear. Um, it's so easy to oversee things and assume that you're fine. But weeks like this just kind of prove again that sometimes we take a little bit longer to heal and that's totally normal and that these things can fluctuate. And on more of a positive note, I have been loving the sun recently. I know that May and June kind of remind us of finals and regions, but also summer is coming um 55 degrees is like summertime for where I live (laughs) but I've been really loving journaling outside and charging my crystals under the sun because it is a natural element so they just you know they blend together perfectly and manifesting under the sun is just I love it it's the best although I can't meditate outside because every single time I go and meditate each one of my neighbors decide to run their lawnmowers at the same time. I don't know if I'm the only one who's ever experienced this problem, but I feel like it's happening way too much. But yeah, get outside and do whatever you need to do in order to recharge and feel good. So before we begin, <laughs> I just stuttered. Wow. Um, I just want to make it clear that I have always been someone who has thrived on validation and it's just taken me a while to kind of notice especially with this stressful past couple of weeks. I guess now I'm starting to notice it more. But whether it's gaining validation through myself, friends, family, coaches, and teachers, I thrive and need to have it. I always want people to see me succeeding, and when I make a mistake or I quote-unquote fail at something, I pretty much crumble. And it's a negative thing, but it's such a real issue that a lot of people go through and I feel like is not recognized. For me, there's typically around six types of people slash things that I want to succeed for and seek validation from, and that is my parents, my friends, and this may sound weird, but especially those who are in AP classes and are always, you know, the type to succeed and always, like, seem like they're perfect and succeeding, even though nobody is. No one's perfect, but those types of people especially Um, My coaches and teachers, I don't want them to see me as unworthy and someone who is not hardworking and academics, obviously. And lastly, myself. I put so much pressure on myself to be perfect all the time. And when I'm not, I seek validations from others and I feel extremely disappointed in myself and it's kind of on an unhealthy level. Um, I don't know. (laughs) It's definitely something that's always taken a toll on me. But if you don't know... Validation is the desire to have someone else's approval or agreement with you or what you say, believe, slash do. So I feel a sense of disapproval and sadness when I make a mistake. I feel like a failure and I don't want to disappoint anyone. 
And this also lowers our self-esteem when we put so much dependency on validation. But before I say anything else, I really, really, really want to put a disclaimer and just say that my parents, I'm going to mention my parents a lot because I love to seek validation from them, but please, please, please realize that my parents do not put pressure on me and love me regardless of any mistake I make. Anytime I'm saying that I am seeking validation, whatever, it's all in my head and it's all part of my intrusive thoughts. My parents do not put pressure on me to be perfect all the time. They're the types of people who encourage learning from your mistakes and making them. So keep in mind, this is all mental. This has nothing to do with them. And I mean, like, I don't need to go and report them. Like, everything's okay. It's just me and my mental health and how I view things and intrusive thoughts. Me seeking validation and my intrusive thoughts do not cooperate and work together. So don't blame my parents. This is all mentally and friends too. So keep that in mind that no one is putting extreme pressure on me. So one of the biggest forms of validations that lots of students, including myself, seek is academic validation. Um, This is a poisonous and unforgiving mindset that extends to the limit of your ability All my life, I've been so used to doing well in school. I've typically been an A-plus student. So when I get a bad grade, my mind immediately goes to my parents because I feel as if I'm not working hard enough and I don't want to disappoint them. Once again, I I could never disappoint my parents with, you know, quote-unquote, not working hard enough. That's just not even, like, feasible. (laughs) Like, that's just not how my parents would view anything. But that's immediately where my mind goes. And I just start doubting myself. I talked about this a couple episodes ago when I was talking about school and grades and self-worth. But when I get a bad grade, I see an uglier person in the mirror. And it's something that I am constantly working on doing better. And I'm always trying to, you know, avoid this and, you know, try to block out these intrusive thoughts and these negative thoughts when I do you know, I fail at something, which is so normal, but it's a really hard thing for me to still grasp. And I'm still working on that every day. But, you know, even though it's important to do good in school, it is never worth your mental health. No test, number, piece of paper, score, whatever is more valuable than your health. And the same goes for sports and other things, too. This is hard, though, because school is really all I know. So I take it so seriously and sometimes I take it too seriously. Um, But I don't have a job or, you know, a life, like a life life, you know, like I don't have my own house and whatever. Like school is all I've ever known. And yeah, I know I graduate in two years, but so far this is all I've ever really experienced. Like I wake up, I go to school, I come home, eat, sleep, repeat. Like I've been doing this now for over a decade so it's really all that I know and really all that I understand so when I mess up or I I do something wrong I put so much pressure on myself and I blame myself so much because it's so easy and to like say and be like oh well there's so much more to life than school but I I don't know that yet because I've never experienced anything outside of school that's you know super impactful like you know having a job and having a house and a family and You know what I mean? Like, I've only ever dealt with school and what that looks like. So it's hard for me to understand that it's not the end of the world if you make a mistake. 
And that's why my validation just craves it so much. This is also really difficult to deal with when you work hard for something and you still make a mistake because you're not getting that validation. So, for example, I'm really throwing myself under the bus here, but I am a terrible math student. I hate math. Math has never been my strong suit, but because of that, I'm constantly working my butt off in that class. I will stay after school with my teacher, come down during my study halls and work, and I try my best in that class, but when I still make a mistake or I still fail on a quiz, I take it really, really badly. Like, it is the end of the world, and it is something that's really hard for me, and my academic validation isn't, you know, flowing perfectly within that subject, so it makes me shred on myself even more. And this this is even worse, and I get extremely angry if I do bad in a class that I'm actually good at. My favorite class, my best class, is probably English. I love to write. I love to read. So when I do bad on something or I don't get, you know, a perfect 100 in that class, I just feel like a piece of shit. <laughs> like, it's terrible because I'm not getting that validation that my mind is craving, even though I don't need it to succeed. And I also get this like intrusive thought in the back of my mind that's like, oh, well, you're going to disappoint your teachers and they're going to think that you're not working hard enough and, you know, whatever. And that's not true at all, especially when, you know, you're working your butt off and your teachers even know that too, but you can get so easily blinded by your intrusive thoughts. And when the intrusive thoughts and seeking validation intertwines with one another, it's literally a blindfold and you just kind of become blind to all the things that you know and you know I know that grades don't determine my worth and I know that you know I'm working as hard as I can but it all gets thrown out the window because I'm still you know I'm still I'm being blinded and and I just think that I need to be doing more than I than I am and I'm I'm doing as much as I can at the moment and I'm working as hard as I can but it makes me feel as if I'm not doing enough and it's not good enough. So, you know, when I do good on something, I feel good about myself. But when I make a mistake, you know, shit hits the fan and I immediately tread on myself. It's, you know, this odd scale that is never perfectly balanced. The same thing can happen with relationships too. I will sometimes put myself at an inconvenience to help someone else even if it makes my life harder. I want people to see me as a kind and generous person, so I seek validation in that area through friendships and even with, like, my teammates or whatever. So, say, for example, I am having a really, really, really busy day, and I'm, like, barely have any time to take a breath. Like, I'm working really hard, and I have a lot on my plate, and someone texts me, and they're like, hey, could I FaceTime you, or could you just help explain me this homework or help me with this problem, whatever, I will stop what I'm doing even though I don't really have time to stop and I will put my, you know, to-do list to the side and help out this person even if it puts me at an inconvenience and makes my life more difficult. The same thing with like softball, for example. Say I was playing the whole game or whatever and I'm starting to feel sore, like my arm's hurting and someone is comes up to me at the end is like, hey, do you think you could carry the equipment down for me because I'm running late? I will carry it down, which is inconvenient for me because it's not helping my arm and I, 
it was already sore to begin with. So those are just random examples that I just came up with. But I will put myself in an inconvenience in order to gain that validation. I always want people to, you know, feel safe around me. And I've been told this before. Like, I've been told that people view me as a safe place and people love talking to me and that I'm such a kind person, which I love. And I wouldn't trade for the world. But sometimes I feel like I'm just getting stepped on and getting walked all over and people pleasing to gain that when, you know, it can be I can be viewed as a good person without having to put myself at an inconvenience for someone else every second. And this can really affect your everyday life, too. If you are trying to seek validation through a friendship or, you know, a a romantic relationship, whatever, this can alter how you dress and act. So maybe you're seeking compliments and validation through friends. I think that if they don't treasure you for who you are, they aren't worth it and they're not a good friend. You don't need to change yourself, your personality, how you dress and look to fit in. That was something that I really struggled with in middle school. Obviously, now I've grown up and I don't do that anymore. And I I like who I'm becoming and I like my uniqueness and whatever, but it can be a really hard thing for a lot of people. And I know a lot of teens my age still struggle with that. But personally, I think that if you need to seek validation through your friendships and you need to change your yourself to fit in, then the relationship just really isn't worth it because they're not valuing valuing you as a person, valuing, value, valuing you as a person. Um, but you know, same can go for my podcast and social media. I can seek validation through those as well. Say I post an episode or just a post in general that doesn't really go well. I'm super harsh on myself and make myself work even harder, even if I'm at my limit. Like I could be, you know, work working so much to the point where I'm super burnt out, but say something doesn't go as planned or doesn't go as well as I hoped it will. I will work even harder, even though that's pushing me over my limit. And is taking a lot out of me and draining me. But it's just that need to get validation off of some things that aren't as important like social media. And I also have a hard time too following my own advice through my own episodes. Like I know I can sit here and tell you guys that, you know, your grades, you know, a grade is just a number and it doesn't determine your worth. And I truly mean that with my own heart. But when the cards reverse and it happens to me and that same thing applies to me, I completely forget it and it gets thrown out the window because my need for validation overpowers it. And I feel as if that I need to be working harder and that I'm worthless if I do bad. But, you know, say one of my friends is struggling with this, I will gladly sit with them and be like, hey, like you are so much smarter than a stupid math test. Or in a softball game, I'll be like, hey, you made a mistake. It's human. Everyone does. But if Roles are reversed and it happens to me. I'm looking at myself in the mirror saying, you are stupid. You're an idiot. You know, your parents, your teachers, everyone is so disappointed in you. Like, what is wrong with you? Like, just completely treading on myself. And then I feel guilty because I'm like, well, now I can't take my own advice from my podcast episodes. So am I being a hypocrite? Like, is what I'm saying true? So I really just want to put it out there and let it be known that I'm still working on half of the things that I say too. Like I don't have everything figured out. I am still working day in and day out trying to slowly perfect each little flaw that can, you know, help my mental health for the better. 
And that just, you know, really goes to show that validation makes you question yourself and your own worth. It really takes a toll on you. So I know I've mentioned softball and sports a couple times. As you know, I do indulge in curricular activities. Um, I am constantly worried that I'm going to make a mistake, which keep in mind is normal, and that I will disappoint my team and coaches. Don't get me wrong, I love the sport and I love playing with everyone, but sometimes the intrusive thoughts win and kind of take over that element of fun. So, for example, this past Friday was really rough for me. It was just a rough day in general. I was dealing with a lot of anxiety that day in school, and I just had such a long week already, games and work and, you know, math tests and all of this stuff, and we were on the bus on the way Oh, excuse me. I just burped. My bad. Manners are out the window here. But um, we were on the way to the game and I was on the bus and we were playing a really, really good team. And I'm not going to say who because obviously for my safety of where I live, but we were playing a really, really, really good team. And we were on the bus and my coach was like, hey, Grace, you're going to try playing first base today, which is fine. Like I know how to play first base, but my anxiety was already bad enough that day. That I, it just, ugh, it just wasn't, it just didn't set right with me. I play second base. That is my favorite position during softball. I just love the position and I, you know, I always know where I'm going to go and like I know which moves I need to make, you know, per game situation, but I just love playing in that position. So this kind of threw me for a loop and for some reason I just couldn't fathom playing there and when I was playing I couldn't concentrate I couldn't focus because my anxiety was just really really taking over and I was so afraid that I'd make a mistake and not gain that validation so I was very very unfocused and upset um and I made a mistake and it honestly like it wasn't really wasn't my fault, but a mistake happened. And I just remember that was it, it happened right as my parents were coming in and they were like sitting down in the stands and setting up their chairs. And I just started to cry. Um, a couple people from my team noticed, but I'm pretty I, you know, kept it on the DL. And um, I I don't know, I've, I've never really done that before. And I was sitting in the dugout while everyone was getting ready to go up and bat. And I was I crouched down on the ground to make it look like I was retying my shoe and I was I literally just started to sob and I don't even think it was over the game it was just because I felt as if I was disappointing everyone my teammates and my family and also too I was just dealing with so much that day already and it just really really didn't help the mixture I guess and that was a really tough time and I just felt like I was gonna upset everyone but when my family comes to games, the pressure goes up more because I want to play good for them. And when you play sports, you should want to play good for you and you want to succeed for you. But that is totally like out of sight, out of mind, because I want to play good for my family and my friends who come to watch. And I feel so extremely guilty when I do bad. This especially goes for my grandparents and, you know, family drives all the way out to see me play and take their time out of their day to see me and I mess up. Um, about a week ago we were playing and it was like the very last inning and our team was up to bat last and um, 
it was freezing. It was really cold. And my grandpa came and I knew he was there and I already felt bad that, you know, he was sitting in the freezing cold and the field was really far away too. So he had to walk a long ways, which, you know, is hard for someone who's elderly. And I was batting and I was so cold and tired by the end of the game that I struck out. And I felt miserable. I actually went home and cried because I thought that I had disappointed him so much and that I had disappointed my parents. Um, before they even had arrived to the game, they were a little late. Um, my dad was held up at work and my mom was waiting. She wasn't at the field. She was waiting in the parking lot for my grandpa so she could walk up with him. But I actually had a really good hit and I cranked it out into the outfield. And instead of celebrating my achievement for myself, I was so upset because my family wasn't there. So I didn't get that validation from them. Therefore, I was so upset with myself. And although my teammates were cheering me on and everyone, you know, was happy, I felt so miserable and upset. And it's nobody's fault. Nobody, you know, it's not my parents' fault. Like, it happens. But it was that validation and its negative aspect. And it's like poison, almost like twisting the scenario. And it just took over. And I didn't get to celebrate that good moment and that good achievement that I had accomplished, which was really hard. So some big takeaways that I have learned and realized from this, and it's important to remember. Um, and before I start listening everything, like this is something that I struggle with every day and I will continue to struggle with this. So these are things that I want to slowly start to implement in my life and slowly start working with. And I just want to get better at taking my own advice and listening to myself because some of the things that I'm saying are true. Like, I do mean it when I say grades don't determine your worth. Like, I don't know if half the stuff I say in my episodes makes sense, but I do want to listen to some of the things that I, you know, advice that I give. And I want to really listen to myself because it applies for me too and it applies to you as well. So the first thing that I just want to say, and this is so important, is that we weren't put on this planet to please anybody. You, you just need to live for yourself. You can't wake up every day thinking, thinking like, okay, like, you know, me doing good in school today is going to, you know, please my parents and doing good in this sport, um, you know, just to please my friends, teammates, and family. And, you know, I get nothing out of it, but as long as I please others, then I'm happy. It doesn't work like that, though. You're going to be miserable. It's literally putting yourself through hell. It's terrible. You aren't put on this planet to please anyone. You're only put to please yourself and to grow. That's the only, like, there's, that's only, the only thing to it. You can't focus on pleasing every single person because you're never going to be happy with yourself. And you don't need to seek validation from anyone whether you're seeking it from a male or a female, you're a boss bitch and you don't need that. Like, <laughs> as funny as that sounds, like you don't need to be quote unquote liked by others in order to like yourself. It all comes from within. It really, really does. And validation is just such a stupid thing. And, you know, another thing that I'm going to say is obviously it's great and it's awesome to get validation and you know it's so nice when a friend gives you a compliment or whatever but 
for me, it's like when I'm going to give a compliment or say something nice to someone, I want it to be real and not kind of fake, if that makes sense. Like, you know, I'm not going to be like, oh, like, you, you look cute today or, you know, you look, yeah, like, you look nice. Like, kind of a really dull compliment like that. Like, I always try and be like, oh, my gosh, like, your pants, like, look so good and they bring out your eyes and stuff. I feel like those are a little bit more meaningful. Obviously, if you say nice to anyone, then that's awesome. Like, I'm not saying that you need to go into detail every compliment you give, but I don't know. Just try not to get too caught up in the whole validation aspect and just think of it as how your friend is a kind person. For example, today, I, when I was recording my podcast episode earlier before it failed, um, one of my friends texted me and I've known, I've known her for a while now. I've known her since seventh grade, but we really got close this year. And she texted me and she was like, Hey, are you home? And I was like, yeah, but it was so weird. Cause she's, I've, she's never come over to my house. I've never been over to hers. Like it, this is a pretty new friendship. So I was like, I was like, yeah. And a couple minutes later I got a ring on my doorbell and she had made my mom and I, well, my family too, but they, she made like little meringue. Her and her mom made these homemade meringue cookies with the filling. They made homemade whipped cream with like fruit to dip into it, strawberries. And they made homemade peanut butter and cookies and cream fudge. And I gave her the biggest hug. And she was like, I also know that you've been very stressed and like mentally struggling a little bit. And she was like, because I'm very honest with her. I love talking to her. And she was like, you know, this is for you. And I hope this makes you smile. And that's not validation. I didn't view that as, you know, oh, I'm getting validation as, you know, being respected by everyone and, you know, all my friends giving me all these goodies. Like, I didn't view it as validation in that moment. I just thought, oh, this is someone who cares about me and is doing such a sweet thing for me. So I encourage you to do an ALA this week. I'm going to give you an ALA challenge and do something nice for a friend. I mean, if you want to go out and bake cookies for your friend, then go do it because it's amazing. Trust me. But even if it's just, you know, complimenting a friend or letting them know that you're always there for them can go such a long way. And she just made my day 20 times better. So do pull an Ayla this week and surprise your friends and just say something nice to them. It doesn't have to be big, but it goes a long way. Trust me. One of my favorite things ever to think about, especially when I'm stressed, I, my mind always goes straight to this is we are literally on a floating rock in the middle of a gigantic universe. Nothing really matters if you think about it. If you make a mistake, shake it off. It's not that big of a deal. Like there are billions of stars and galaxies and universes and I don't even know. We scientists don't even really know. So you can't put too much pressure on yourself because we're all on a floating rock. You know what I mean? There's so much more than a math test you know, than making a mistake in a game like we're on a floating rock. Nothing really matters. And I always tell my friends this who, you know, feel bad for doing something on a test or making a mistake. I'm like, in 80 years, when you're on your deathbed, are you going to be thinking about this? Like, no, there's so much more to life. And remember, too, that mistakes are so normal and that they don't define your worth. Just because someone's in all AP classes or someone seems really perfect all the time, they're not. It's impossible to be perfect all the time and that everyone makes mistakes. So don't degrade yourself if you do. And you're not going to lose every friend and supporter 
in, you know, every person in your life. No one's going to drop you if you make a mistake because no one's perfect. When I make a mistake in a game or in school or whatever, I automatically assume like, oh, yeah, my family's going to hate me now. My friends are going to, you know, think I'm crappy and whatever. And that's so stupid and that's so far-fetched and that is like the biggest intrusive thought ever. But those are real thoughts that I have because my brain craves that validation, whether it's through academics, sports, and relationships. It's so there. And I know that this is such a real thing that a lot of people go through. I wish I could have an exact answer on how to ignore this and how to not depend on validation so much, but I don't. All I can say is that you just kind of have to chip away at it and that failure is necessary for this. You know, you have to fail and make mistakes in order to persevere and work around this. So, so yeah, make a mistake if you have to, because sometimes they can, they can help more than they can damage. Reverse that sentence, if you know what I mean. Anyways, guys, I'm going to wrap it up and shower. I'm really, really tired, and today has been a rough day. I cannot believe I am recording this for the second time, but hopefully all goes well. And you're, if you're listening to this, and that means it worked. So give me a celebration. Give me a high five, even though you're probably not near me whatsoever. High five yourself and pretend you're high-fiving me. Anyways, guys, thank you so much for listening to this episode. And remember that we are going to slowly improve on things like, you know, we just got to keep working at it and make goals for ourselves. And one day we'll get there. And mistakes are normal. No one is going to hate you if, you know, you mess up on something. You're not going to get put up for adoption if you make a mistake. Like, it's totally normal. And although it's nice to have a little validation, don't become too dependent on it because you've got to live for yourself. You're not here to please anyone. We're on a giant rock floating in the universe, guys. If that is anything you take away from this episode, take away that. We're on a giant rock. Nothing really matters. Thank you all so, so much for listening. If you have finals, especially AP World Finals this week, my heart is with you and we got this. Put yourself first. Nothing is worth your mental health. I love you all so much and thank you for listening. Talk soon.